Fitbit Pod, and with me interstate, uh, who's probably a little bit tired, is the one only Dora Jarsian. Hello, <laughs> Benjamin. Hello, I am buddy. so tired. I am so tired. I am so tired. I am coming to you live from Dubbo. Dubbo. Now, for people who don't know, where is Dubbo? Dubbo. I actually don't know either. <laughs> because, <laughs> like, I'll be honest, but the truth is, I don't know. I know I like I fly into one place and then they get picked Listen up at the. To you. I don't like, know where I am. Like, well, I know it's in New South Wales, but okay. if you guys ask me whereabouts New South Wales, I don't know. Like, and here's it gets even worse, Ben. I not only just have to make sure I get on that flight when I land. I got greeted by a stretched limousine, <laughs> which people might have seen on my Instagram. Go check it out. It's true, literally a massive white stallion of a thing, and it's been a big week for me, Ben. I, um, you know, uh, I now have a housemate. She prefers the phrase "girlfriend." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is very exciting for the for people who are listening. Uh, Dubbo is uh, west, so it's pretty much smack bang in the middle of New South Wales, really. So, um, right. and away so from away from the floods, away from the floods. Well, Shout I was going to say. On a, uh, on, a, on a serious note, uh, very lucky that there's no flood effect here so far. I don't know if things might change, but very sort of lucky to have some fun and also it didn't affect the flights or anything like that. We have some listeners who are situated in those regions and uh, oh, no. we hope yeah. you are safe and okay. And also the footage that will be coming out of there uh, is just absolutely diabolical. You can't imagine it. Just like, you know, like houses completely filled with water mm. all the way to them, completely submerged. Um, yeah, but you know what? It, you know what it's done to me because uh, after you see those footages, it's just that thing where I just, you know, it's those moments where you're like, even if you, you, the currents are so strong, I was like, I'm not a good swimmer. I reckon if there was a flood, I'd, I'd be in trouble. I definitely would be in trouble. I think though, you don't you forget like floods are a different thing to a pool. Totally, totally, because they're yeah. currents. They've got eddies. They've got dips. They've got everything. And also, like in terms of. Um, uh, like some certain parts of uh, these footage, there's like crocodiles in the water and stuff as well. I know, I know that, that, that I mean, I find it so painfully Australian, but it's just that reminder that if you are a decent swimmer, it's better to be a decent swimmer than not a decent swimmer at all. All right, I'm going to call you on that <laughs> and tell me, <laughs> give, give, give me an example when it is better to not be a decent swimmer <laughs> than it is to be a decent swimmer. Oh, yeah, One okay. situation was that like a big because like <laughs> very, very good point. Very good point. Now the time when, when you is, don't need to be the time you don't need to be decent swimmer is when the pool is only three feet high and you're in the southern France with a glass of rosé. <laughs> no, no, sure. You don't need to be, but the, to be. Fra- the phrase was: I think it's one of those situations where you're better off being a swimmer than not a good swimmer. I'm like, when give me one situation that being a good swimmer is bad. I'll give you one. When you go on MasterChef celebrity version, <laughs> you've got five gold medals, and you think that you can cook. Very good, very good. Oh, Making me cry. Um, uh, that's true, but but it, you know it's funny though. A bit harsh, but, okay. <laughs> but it's very funny. 
Because, again, to the If price, anyone's upset by that, just look at episode two of the chicken sandwich. Oh, I've looked at it many a times. <laughs> wow. Um, the, um, <laughs> no, but people know this, uh, you know, uh, as a parent, have a shot. But as a parent, people know this. It's like, like I did this today where it's just like the logistics of trying to get your kids at the same swimming lesson at the same time mm. is just it's not, it's it's barely impossible it, the, only the super yeah. super organized parents can pull that shit off i was on the phone for 40 minutes today trying to just get my son into a certain class because my daughter is upgrading to a level higher and so that means his spot's available and so just trying to and then i have to do it like quickly so he takes her spot and then he takes spot and in the end what was supposed to be hey how awesome saturday mornings both my kids both my kids will have swimming lessons at 10 o'clock it's uh it's it's ended up with uh one child on saturday morning and wednesday at 6 30. <laughs> so <laughs> fuck that up <laughs> here's something that's popped in mind you've done you've done ad campaigns for kombucha yeah Great. We've done ad campaigns for uh, Victoria, Visit Victoria. Currently, at the moment, these Amazing. are going on. Still going. I reckon going. You're, you'd be in a great, great spokesperson for vasectomies because every time you talk about <laughs> your scheduling <laughs> and your, your stories, because we don't hear too much, like this thing. This It's always the, the. Have we talked about vasectomies? Have we talked about vasectomies on the show? Have we talked about that? Don't think we have. Doesn't ring a bell, but we'll talk yeah. about the medical stuff today, that's for sure. Yes. But what uh, are you uh, in the process of thinking of getting one? No, no, no. I'm getting another one. <laughs> I didn't um, realize you converted to Islam. No, it's really funny. It's like I think, like many men, is that that um yeah, it's, it's a decision you make. Like we've made the decision not to have any. Again, problems. sorry. I, I'm, you know what? I mean, I got to give a heads up. <laughs> um, I got to give a heads up. I'm very tired. I'm on very little sleep. So you described us when we spoke on the phone this morning that I sounded drunk. So yes, I'll yes. flag and say, I'm going to be an annoying knob today. <laughs> but, <laughs> but again, you said, you know, the vasectomy, it's a decision you make. <laughs> oh, as opposed to the vasectomies that you stumbled upon. Is it you know where you're walking through you're walking through a bush and it gets your fucking nutsack gets caught you know on, on a tree? I, I sound like a politician. That's what makes me very realize. Just like right. you know, it's, it's, it's you know, I mean we have to move forward. And how we do that is to buy moving forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's honest your best photo. Well done. Your uh, you're saying very, a sentence that isn't isn't incorrect. It's not a wrong sentence, but it's also like that didn't add anything. The one, the one that always, that my mate always talks about it. I, I do do it. And it's quite often me thinking out loud. But the one that sure. just sent him absolutely bananas was we were traveling through New York. Um, very dim. A friend of mine, you know him as well, Scotty. Is he um, very dim? Um, he's very. <laughs> Is that what you said? No, no, no. He's very dear, dear friend. Um, dear. Oh, sorry, my apologies. And uh, he, we, were, we were there and I said to him, I said, mate, you know what? Uh, I reckon. Are going to be great to win Tats Lotto? <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's of course like it was. It makes sense. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to win Tats Lotto? I guess that's yeah, it. Yeah. We need a break. <laughs> I, I have a feeling there are some people that might actually think that winning a lottery is going to be bad. Do you want to talk about this? You and you, the, the Powerball was 120 million the other day. And, and, enough for a deposit. No, actually, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you we talked about what you would do with that yeah. money and stuff like that so you know i but i feel like there are people who might be like you know what that's too much money i, I would end up back on heroin or whatever it is and say i don't want to in the lottery i'm happy right now <laughs> okay i'll pull you up on that one um... okay go 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 go, go. 
<laughs> he went 120 million in his own gun. Yeah. You know what? I'm getting back on the gear straight away. <laughs> I, I reckon. I reckon. I think you'd upgrade. I think you'd upgrade. Anyway, no, but we're, we're diverting. So, um, you don't, you do you buy them? You don't buy them, do you? Do test tiers? Do you buy them? I, I am one of those people that think it's such a waste of money, but also I know it just takes the one time. But being a numbers man, looking totally. at statistics, I'm like, I can't let go of it. But again, I'm also human. You tell me that you spend thirty-five dollars and you might win one hundred and twenty dollars. Like, yeah, what is thirty-five really in the and grand scheme of things? And that's and what, that's how they get you. Exactly, and that's how they get you. And and I started doing. I don't do it. Like, I don't do it every week. I don't have numbers. I don't have a tats card where you know, like, like you know, where people just have the same numbers for their whole life. And hmm. but the thing I I used to do it is when I was a lot younger, even as a teenager in my twenties, so I'd visit my grandmother, and if it was ever back then above. 20 million i'd uh, get like a five line quick pick right and then i would take it to my grandmother and sometimes my grandmother if she could get out she'd get one too and we loved right. it because then right. we'd just talk about all the things that we you know would get right. or who we'd share it or what family member we would su- yeah. surprise and i remember i loved it because my grandma would always come up with different things but my her favorite one which would never change is um is my grandmother, my late grandmother, didn't get a license till she was 62. Ooh, I thought I was bad at 37. <laughs> um, and, um, and, and I remember I said, Grandma, so, okay, so say we win $20 million, what are you going to spend on? And this shows you how old, how long ago this was. But I think it was like when we first started doing it, she goes, Oh, wait, 20 million is a bit of chump change for you. Wait right? for it. Wait, no, wait for it. 20, 20, <laughs> oh, years, okay, ago, 20 years ago, yeah. 20 years ago, 20 years ago, it was, it was a, like so much cash. And sure. then, because it really jackpotted to twenty. And then I said, "Well, well Grandma, when are you going to spend that? When are you going to spend that twenty million on?" And she's like, "I want to get a maroon jag." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And she's why? She's like, "It's the same one that Pat Rafter's mom has." <laughs> oh, it's so adorable! <laughs> it's so adorable. So she's like, she looks so good. So she was just, she was just, she was just disappointed that Ian Lomas wasn't a tennis player. The tennis player. No, she was. Uh, well, actually, she was very grateful in her later years that he was a physio. <laughs> I know that much. Jesus. All right, of course that's true. So, um, um, we, we'll just quickly mention our things that we came up with. Um, what we do with that money, and well, yeah. uh, you know, yours is obviously for you. You love property and things like that. Right, yeah. that's one of the big ones for you. Like uh, you had a you had a particular suburb as well, or rather uh, area that. Yes, you yes, want. I wanted. I, I wanted uh, those two things. Like I wanted, of course, I wanted to, the beach house in Mulch Creek in uh, in uh, the Great Ocean Road. Uh-huh. The That's one. the word, Mulch Creek. Mulch yep. Creek, and the other one that you know, like, there's a million one things you want to do. You, uh, but the one yeah, thing yeah, I wanted yeah. to do was people close to me. I wanted to pay yeah. off their mortgage without them knowing. Right. That's the right. one that they just go. Oh, you people go there and go. Hang on, the balance is zero. That makes no sense. And you can do yeah. that. You do it, and, and I do it, and I would not tell them. I would not tell them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so it's great. I, I know how that would feel because you know there's that, but there are two birthday presents that you told me you're going to give, and it's at, I'm currently at zero right now. No, and no, two no. years right now, you you're keep in saying, yeah, yeah, no, they, you, I have one of them out. I've got it. You're like I, I've actually got it. I have one out the back. Sure, man, you said that last year. You I want one out the back. Do you no. want to go get it? I'm going to get it right now. No, no, no. no. I I believe you, but you I know just, what it is. I do like. No, no, don't spoil it, please. Okay, is no, it is it the lottery ticket? The, the lottery? <laughs> <laughs> no, I had to give, had to give yes. it water this morning. Oh, is it a mugwai? Position you shouldn't give it. Um, it's a wet dad sticker. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Is it, is, it, is, it, is, it a, is it you? Is it you in a white tee? <laughs> you're what, just doing a wet. In, in one of those kitty balls. My thing with the money with the lottery is actually right. I love yours. Yours is so great, and I think I would want to steal elements of it, right? Uh, not so much the property because you know how my feelings about property, <laughs> but, um, but 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 the, the other stuff. Um, but my one is so sad. I think I told you I'd love to have a. Uh, uh, no, it's not really simple. Okay, it's I love to have no, a like chef who, yeah, who comes and cooks all my meals. So if I'd be like, hey, I'm not, I'm having a no carb day, but I also I need them to be like a super fucking like you know, a health nutritionist chef who knows exactly Absolutely. what where I'm at right now and what nutrition I need, so I don't have to think about it. And it's delicious and blah blah blah. But also, obviously, personal trainer that comes and you know actually trains with me. So if it's Pilates, for example, like we love and talk about making one on one. Like why 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 having the gym in my own apartment or wherever I live? That's another big thing. Where would you um, live? Where would you live? Oh, city, I reckon. Still, I think I don't think I'd move out. I don't think I'd move out. I'd maybe just few levels higher than where I live right now. That's about it. That's but uh, no, no, that's no, that's not, that's not true. That's not true. You know what I would, if a dream location wise, if I thought about it, when I go running around the yard, like from um, oh, the um, botanical smart. gardens and stuff yeah. like that, there's some real cool houses that have like jetties and piers and stuff that come from the house. So maybe something like that would be cool because, you know, my thing, I love proximity. I love being close to the city. So yeah. if I'm able to fucking run to the city and still have a river oh, front, yeah, I'd be into that. But uh, the other one is uh, I'd love a fucking massage every night as I go to bed. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> cook a massage, Jesus. But, but um, think about it. Okay, think, are you saying you don't want those things? No, absolutely, but I, I feel like it, it, it's a level of opulence I'd probably curtail. Like, I, I don't know if I'd do it at the house. To, to, How's to, the vocabulary that came <laughs> flying out? Sorry, wait, wait. Let me get my th- let me get my thesaurus app out, please. Because <laughs> well, firstly, fuck you, you condescending prick. <laughs> fuck it out. I'm so sorry. I'm so God. sorry because Jesus. because I I, I, have, I have recognized that I'm in a really loopy mood. I'm so sorry. I I, I gave you hundred percent. I, I gave you a hundred percent sincere apology, but I also did get thrown off by opulence that are getting curtailed. But let, yeah. Uh, yeah, continue. Sorry. So yeah, I see what you're saying. It's a bit too luxurious. It's a bit too over the top. Yeah, exactly. I think, and I think so. Like, and I think that's where it's like if you were to win that much money, you would like again because we talked about it as well. Like, would you tell someone? Would you tell someone? You know, would you just tell people? Like, because then the thing is, if you tell people that you won the Tesla, like, all these, you know, there's heaps of documentaries on it. There's heaps of people coming out of the woodwork, and that's in the end what actually makes you not want it because there are so many people, family turn on you, like everyone wants a piece of the pie, and in the end you get torn mm. in too many directions, and then therefore you have it. So I think. The issue is that you wouldn't tell people, but you would find ways to be able to to help people. And I think that would be the, yeah. the, the greatest, you know, the greatest enjoyment. Mike, I, I think. think so too. I, I, I feel um, I agree with you about that. Like there, but okay. So the opulent thing, okay, let's just go like, if I said, I'm going to buy a Ferrari, you'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Right. Yeah, totally. You'd want to, like, like that, you'd let's say that a Ferrari is, so say Ferrari is 200,000. If you're lucky. <laughs> Right. So if I said a massage cost me $200 for them to come in, that's a hundred thousand massages. Like that feels like, you know what I mean? At least I'm getting a hundred thousand massages from that same purchase, that single purchase of a fucking car. Right. 
I'm getting a hundred thousand. If you think about it, like in terms of 365 days a year, how many years is that? Like three. Uh, but you wouldn't be. Able, you, you wouldn't be able. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to. You wouldn't be able to get down. But I was thinking you can reduce the opulence every time. Every time you. Every time you do it, right? You can actually send a message to some stranger to some friend. So every time you get oh, one, yeah, you can yeah, buy yeah, a sure, Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Let's assume that I'll find ways to be charitable. Okay. But I'm talking about the ones that you spend on yourself yeah. because the charitable stuff but is would what you, we you say. You wouldn't get a Ferrari. Would you get a Ferrari? Oh, I fucking love a Ferrari. Yeah. I've, I've always loved Ferraris. I definitely, I know, I know what car I get. I mean, um, I'd need my, pass my L's, which I keep failing at the moment <laughs> online. <laughs> so that's the first step. But yeah, I, for me, Ferrari, has been something that I don't know why. Maybe my uncle used to buy little toy Ferraris as a kid uh, for the for me. He, you know, whenever he came I, from overseas. I, I have old. I have, old, but mine would be all old vintage cars. I think like I want a three sixty five oh, yeah. big Porsche. I want. Yeah. Um, I'd want my Valiant to be completely, you know, like fixed up. You know, like which right, I'm right, right. Doing, you know, which I'm actually taking photos at the moment to send to my cousin and sticking on a trailer and sending it up north in the hope that over the next three years he can slowly fix it while I, you know, drip feed him money. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. Um, the interesting thing that you said about your grandma and you playing that game, which is really lovely, and I don't want to take anything away from that joyful memory. My logical brain that's so fucking annoying and I wish I can switch off sometimes, what kicked in at that moment when that's such a sweet story. You know what would have been better if the two of you read the stock market together and try to understand that more than going, what would you do with this money that we don't have? Going, actually, let's learn something about the stock market. Now, I know, I know, by the way, I'm flagging and saying that's an annoying, dumb, fucking stupid thing to say, but this is how my brain unfortunately jumps to boring logic. No, but no, but do you know what is interesting? And that's why I've always had issues with the lotto, is because it is aimed at at quite often the poor. Because like oh, a lot, right. a lot of people, you know, you know, like I wish, you know, I wish my grandma, you know, my grandma didn't, wasn't able to have the opportunity to go to high school. Like it's, you yeah. know, it's those, it's those things where a lot of those people who do it, do it in the hope sometimes actually to win money. They budget it to allow for it, and it's that thing where it's like, yeah, someone, if if you were, if you were, you know, if that was a high priority, then you know, you mm. wish you had someone in your corner or someone right. to educate you enough to be able to uh, let you know. It's just like you know, like I wish someone told me to buy a house when I was twenty. Wish someone told me that. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, even though I was going to uni, and that's what you know, the market was predicting, but no one can do that. And so that's right. why I think, you know, you know, we've talked about it on the pod before and, you know, you've talked about it with, I, I'm sure, I'm sure on your pod, uh, Mad Stacks, which is that mm -hmm. whole thing is like, you know, you know, when, when I was growing up and let alone my grandmother, that there was no, the financial education just didn't exist. And that's why it's so yeah. much, so fun now. Oh, it felt with, like it was only for a select group of people that had that information. Yeah, but, but even at school, like at school, like it just seems yes, like, yes, 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 like yes. it just, it, it's just not, it's nothing, you know, like, you know, I mean, you can say that about many subjects, but, you know, financial mm. literacy is something that uh, isn't, is, is starting to get taught while at schools. Yeah. And that's why, you know, you know, I, you know, banged on about the barefoot investor, but the, their ki his kid's version book is really, really good. You don't oh. have to use all of it, but it's just like, yeah. it's, it's that really good understanding. Cause I think I gave, did I, did I tell this story where, we were um, driving and um, one of my favourite things is to walk my kids to school. It's one of my favourite things in the world. I love it because yeah. that's where, you know, you just have these amazing conversations and insights right. into and, um, you know, we talk about saving um, in my house with our kids. And then also if you wanted to, if you want to buy something, you save up for it and buy it. But also right. it's good to give something back. So we give back to the op shop. 
So usually right. when something comes in, something comes out. So, you know, right. Our house doesn't get, get clogged Plotted up as well. and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But we were just laughing because as we were driving, we're like, you know, um, they're like, oh, what's your favourite What's your favourite thing? And we had to guess what our favourite object was. It wasn't a person, it had to be an object. What's your favourite object at the moment? And I was like, mine's S. What's mine? What's S, S, S? What's that? Can you guess it, Bill? I think you can. Sauna. Brilliant. Nailed it. Okay. Right. Minka got it pretty good. And then I was like, and then, and then, and then my son's like, and I was like, my son's saying, I was like, okay, so what's yours? And he's like, uh, M. I was like, okay, oh, cool. Oh, M, so M. Mommy's new boyfriend. <laughs> and, like, and you're like, what? Come back. What, what is it? What, who? Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the like, C was. M, a M. <laughs> M, M. Goes, what is it? M, M, M. We couldn't guess it. We were just like, oh, blah, blah. And he goes, money oh, <laughs> and he's like, i was like whoa and he's like no because that's the stuff that you can then buy stuff that you want later on i was like jesus christ gee i was like oh like, i was like you know i mean good on him because he he's really good at saving and also classic example he wanted to buy something like um at aldi which was a soccer ball right i was mm. like okay buddy like do you really want to do it and he's like let's test it out and it was just hilarious. He bounced it. He checked it. He looked at the price. He worked out it was nine ninety nine. He's like, "Daddy, that's nearly 10. Then we're in the aisle, just kicking back and forth. And I was like, "Kicking back and forth." He's like, "Yeah." You think I get in the air? He bounces again. He puts it back, and then he's like, "No, nah, I've decided." I was like, "Can you? If he can think like this as a yeah. five year old, I couldn't do that till I was thirty four. So, <laughs> so." so that alone, like that, just right. that interaction of watching him take the time to actually even do his own research, which is just bouncing the ball and kicking it and deciding whether he's going to buy it or not, and then making this decision. And it just right. it made me so happy. Man, that's so great because it's that thing that I don't know. Like we don't, we can't remember where our money psychology started. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because our generation, our parents may have never thought of what like necessarily their behaviors or how they talked about money affects us. Whereas you having that awareness now and yeah. wanting to instill those things in him. And, I, and, and is, look, is, I, I'm lucky that, okay, well, lucky, but I'm lucky that we, we, I grew up with a family with not much money. So like, I knew what that was like. I, I, I understood that the, maybe I didn't want to understand the importance of money, but I, under, I understood the value of money. But then my daughter's the opposite because in that interaction, we were just laughing because then she walks, she walks, <laughs> she walks around and she's like, oh, Taya's so, buying something. Taya's buying something. And then she goes, I want to buy these socks. And we laughed so hard. because I was like, oh, see, you want to buy these socks? She goes, daddy, you know I need new socks. And I was like, wow, are you the age between 12 months and 24 months? <laughs> <laughs> Like put them back, just put them back. She doesn't need it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the thing about just quickly on barefoot, I didn't want to cut you off that time, but is that um, I, I honestly think it's the in Australia at least the if you're not sure where to start, start with the barefoot investor book. Genuinely, it's one of those things that I have looked up. You know, other things since then that might be better or more refined or whatever. Who gives a shit if you are completely confused about where to start? Barefoot is where I started and it's a great way. And because it's almost like if you follow his thing, it might be boring, but yeah. boring works. It's the same print. Like if you listen to Mad Stacks that I do with Ed Cavalry, honestly, this has come up a few times. It's the it's a very similar to uh, a calories in, calories out model for fitness. Yeah. You know, it works. We all know that it works, but it's just boring. We want the quick results. We want the, the you know, NFT, crypto, that kind of stuff. But <laughs> You know, the same way with fitness, we wonder what's a new fat diet? What's a new sort of equipment that's going to like... Lemon oil. Fat? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things like that. 
they might, sure, they might have effects, but if you're not doing the basic calorie, calorie in, calorie out model, then you're probably not going to sustain a healthy balance over the years. Right? The same thing with barefoot. If you've got these basics locked down, you, you're going to be pretty good. And, and I think he's a great starting point because his book is quite, like, quite entertaining as well. Nice bloke. I've met him as well. I told him. I, oh, have I, you? I, yep. I was like, I met Scott and I Let's said, get him oh, on. thank you. He, I reckon I, I, I do know his publicist, so I reckon that we could get him on. Um, so, right. um, but no, but also just an ad, if you are going to get it, just make sure you get the most updated version. So the, there's a Well, million... just hit me up because I have all three of the most recent ones. <laughs> but it's so funny because he, he, he pumps out a new edition every year, which I genuinely, or every couple of years, but I genuinely like that because it's like, you know, like for instance, when I first did it, we bought in 2010, I think it was so early. Yeah. And he had this, there was the first home buyer scheme that doesn't exist anymore right it just right. doesn't exist so it's stuff like that where you're just like right. oh what what's what's there because quite often you know like oh we didn't know that you know if you go through you know a me account and you've got to serve home and you go through iagen we you know one stage we're getting 21 percent interest on a five thousand dollar deposit and like you don't know like i don't know if that existed back then but it's not until it's actually right. spelled you out of the book and you go oh actually that's something we can do and of course the government gets rid of it blah 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 blah, blah. so oh, but know, also it, like in terms of um give a man a fish versus a teacher man a fish, that whole phrase, what will you might pick up from the barefoot, say no matter what edition is to at least where do I go to find out the next version of that 21, 21% exactly. interest thing, You know what I mean? So those are the, so enough plug for Scotty Pape. Um, hey, uh, I got stuff coming out of my pelvis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, you do have a house, mate. Yeah. Thank oh, you very much. Come on. Come on. Come on. That's, oh, so that's good. not oh, that's not what I oh, I'm still oh can you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> um no, I'm of course referring to my hernia, which I've had since the end of 2018. Uh and let's finally, break it down. What side? Uh it's on the right hand side of my body. So in the uh, groin, yeah. high five. Is it close on the pelvic bone or further down the groin? It is close to the pelvic bone. So it's sort of like if the belly button uh, was running from the belly button down to the tip of my shaft or the, uh, the base of my shaft. It'd be weird if it was off, but I guess if with your back issues, back issues, it probably has been off over time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> belly button's facing Mecca. <laughs> and, and so, uh, no, I, uh, yeah, it's sort of on the right-hand side. So if you're facing me, it's on your left-hand side. But uh, it's a, it's basically an inguinal. So, sorry, to catch people up, I finally um, had an appointment through the public system, uh, yeah. which by the way, I forgot I actually have private health insurance and probably should have gone private, but I just forgot that I'm with Qantas insurance that I need to. Um, this Great is why- episode. Listen back to that my, episode. I don't know what number it is, but when Neil gets private health insurance, it is, yeah. it's a very funny episode. My, uh, this is why Matt Stacks as a podcast about financial is not advice. It's just what I'm doing at the moment, <laughs> which yeah. is because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Anyway, so- um, where was I? Oh, yeah. So I finally got an appointment. It was over telehealth. We, I think we spoke about it. Did we speak about the telehealth issue? No. Anyway, so it was during the peak lockdown. It was peak lockdown. And I'm freaking the oh, fuck no, out. No, you did. You did. You had to show it up to the screen. You did. You did. You did. You did. Yeah, but that was the thing. I was really nervous about showing it to the screen. And I was really upset, <laughs> first of all, that the doctor was just in a you know T-shirt and on his couch because I was like, fucking hell, like, come on, man. Like, I know we're- Put a like, tie. Put a tie. Make me feel better. Put a, like, play man, the game. fuck the tie. Just wear a stethoscope. Like, I know you can't hear my pulse of, by my heart. One of those skeletons in the background. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I'll have like one of those headbands with a big light on it. Like, just something. 
to make me think that you are actually doing your fucking job, right? Uh, but funny. that was really annoying. Anyway, after all of that, he didn't even like ask me to show the hernia. And I was so nervous about having to get my oh. crotch out on, on the screen. But, um, and so I didn't even need to shave or anything, which I <laughs> really got it all groomed up for him. But anyway, so, then yeah. he organized an ultrasound. That's when I went to actually to the doctors because they can't apparently ultrasound from home. Apparently you can't just like take a video of it and say, what do you yeah, reckon? Yeah. <laughs> that would be, but um, Mary, give it 12 months, it'll be an app. <laughs> I'm sure, exactly, with the QR code. Yeah. On your <laughs> and so I went to the thing and that was a whole ordeal in itself because um, the doctor or nurse, I can't remember exactly who did it, but put the gel on the area. And she says, she said to me, this is her technical phrase, squeeze like you're taking a pool. Like, yeah, 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 but yeah, why, yeah. like, I, it felt so unprofessional, like to say, like you're taking a pool. Cause I felt like I was a four-year-old. Okay. Now squeeze like you're taking a pool. I was like, then I was thinking to myself, what is the, sort of technical you know, term taking well feces i guess or defecating squeeze like you're defecating doesn't sound right what would you you can't even have or say all right now fumbling like squeeze like a crack you know taking a massive shit but it's a bit no but it's like when i was in the hospital when the, the question is always so every day have you passed have you passed your bowels like yeah the there time. you go have you Passing passed your bowels. bowels that's the phrase so but then quite often so many people in the hospital uh english is not their first language and i oh here I'm we go not making this up when someone yeah. goes have you passed your bowels and they jerry said i did not bring a bowl and it was very funny like it was funny like, <laughs> and I'm everyone not... would do a shot every time that happened it's like yeah she's <laughs> done it again <laughs> it was um but yeah so passing your bells but i know that because they because if when you tense that up because someone who's um had hernia issues before is yes. it, it when you but then then it pops out then it pops out it shows itself it's like hello <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why it's a very camp but <laughs> no. musical theater musical theater director but, okay <laughs> it's mr g from uh, uh, summer high uh, but um so yeah that was really habit. weird yeah exactly <laughs> and so I, for whatever reason, I, I was, I was really scared I was going to pull. And because I don't know about you, but I have never ever tried to squeeze like I'm taking a pool and not shit myself. Like you had a you... CT scan though, where you nearly wet yourself. Did you have one of those ones? The CT scan where they put the dye into you? Uh, I have Your nearly back? felt like, I, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't oh, remember no. feeling like I need, but when I had a cystoscopy where they put a tube down my penis, uh, or up my penis. I don't know which way you would want to say it went. Uh, it'd be up question. and then back down. It's in, well, well it in your life. It would. It'd be weird if it was up as they put it down. <laughs> well, I was lying there. Yeah, true. Yeah, it would. I, I think it would have been easier. Isn't things like more like open, like as opposed to? Well, you'd be straight, but you'd be, be very sensitive. Though that's the problem. There'd be a lot of blood running through. Anyway. <laughs> So, no, no, no. But yeah, I, but look, to be honest, I remember that moment. I was so afraid there was no erections anywhere to be seen. I was so, I think he actually, like, like actually like rifled through my pelt, like crotch to find it because it had, it fell in on itself. Like, you know what I mean? And then, um, so either way, that point when they put it into like, be able to, so the cystoscope is a camera that goes into the bladder yeah. via the urethra. And they basically do, to have a bigger picture, they have to inflate the urethra. And how they do it is by pushing a liquid through. And that liquid feels like this. And you know what I mean? Like your bowel's filling with that. So it's like, oh, I need to pee. I need to pee. It's like, no, 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 you don't. 
Yeah, and, yeah, and by yeah, the way, yeah. sorry, I don't even know if they're actually filling with the liquid or anything. It just felt like that's what was happening. It yeah, felt yeah, yeah, like my bowel is filling up. Anyway, so I didn't feel like I needed a people to see the scan. However, with this hernia trying to squeeze, it took them ages because I couldn't, and I literally had to say phrases like, I'm sorry, I can't get it up right now. <laughs> and, and, so they couldn't and see the hernia. They couldn't see it. They, they were, they sort of like, it was so faint. And like right now I could like, stand and I could, you could be able to see the bulge but that day just didn't show I couldn't get out in the end they sort of managed to get a little bit out of it but ultimately uh, then I had the most recent follow-up exam with the actual surgeon that's going to uh, operate on me yeah. and um, who is that? I'm not going to say <laughs> it's Dr. Carl Dr. Carl okay cool yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Dr. Oz <laughs> that's who's doing it <laughs> no um it's, uh, I actually asked him, first of all, I said, what is it? What is the thing that's popping out there? Is it my bowels and is my stomach, is my stomach lining ripped? What has happened? He goes, no, in your case, in my case, apparently when you're a baby or when you're formed and the fetus is developing, your testicles are up towards your ribs. Yeah. And as you are growing older, it starts to descend or distend, whatever the word is. Drop. Uh, mm-hmm. Drop into your into scrotum yes. and there's a little hole that allows it to open in and go in Correct. that hole then closes up however over time for some people it can open up again Most people. and then and then shits like bits of like what i found I was like so what is it is it like it could be your bowels he said it could be fat and i was like fuck man i'm trying yeah. <laughs> like i'm on low carbs when i can and you know but it, it's actually just bits of fat and stuff which is fucking gross think about how how big is it because uh i don't know if i share this with you but i have uh i have a groin hernia as well in the pelvic area but right think, now yep no i don't think you have i know you've been operated on a hernia which is in your stomach yeah twice so right twice so, in the stomach and then well, i when i was having all my horrible horrible uh lymph node kind of stuff uh while they were checking because a lot of lymph nodes are in your groin while they were checking you literally as it was happening they're like uh-huh uh-huh oh hernia i was like don't sound oh. like that's a good news like look what we well this here. sounds familiar <laughs> maybe because we glossed over it maybe because your other stuff was so serious Yes, I think so. So that's why I was just curious about how big yours is because mine is quite small saying that we don't need to do anything hello Um, so that was the thing as well with me I think they said because I'm not in any pain all the time or anything once in a while there is a bit of pressure on the right testicle that causes a bit of discomfort and they're like okay well we should do the operation now because what happens is sometimes if it pops in and doesn't go back in pops out and doesn't go back in sorry is that then that's where you're in going to be in severe pain it's like someone squeezing your nut the whole time yeah and not in a good squeezing nut way you know what i mean so uh uh, and so that was good to get the ball rolling pardon the pun and uh (laughs) and then uh yeah so i still don't have a date for the appointment but but is it weeks months away what do you i asked that question they said they don't have it the surgery's been definitely put on so there's a massive i said can you give me give me a ballpark can you say is it going to be April Comedy Festival? Like, is it? They're like, no, yeah, no, it won't opening be night. night. So, yeah, yeah. Well, opening night in my pelvis, that's for sure. Um, I also asked him. This is a my my my. This is my first hernia, but I come from a family history where my dad has had eight hernia surgeries. All right, all so, on the groin. Ah, uh, I think we don't know anymore. I think towards the end he was just we having some on his anymore. he was having some on his earlobe. Like fuck it, it's just yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, probably yeah, hernia. Yeah. Um, but either way, uh, he, I asked the doctor. You know, 
I've been told that two is common, three is quite rare. I said, where does eight sit? <laughs> you know, he's like, oh, you know, it can happen and blah, blah, blah. It's genetics. And so obviously I've got weak, I don't know, pelvis. Like my, my holes in my balls are huge, apparently. Now I'm jicing this. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but what was interesting is since childhood, I've been told dad's problem was that he was um, not very wealthy and therefore couldn't afford a jock strap when he used to do lift weights. And the strain oh, cool. from lifting weights is uh, with, the, with the proper underwear is what caused these issues. Wow, I asked the surgeon. And he said, no, that's not true. <laughs> he said, if anything, it's more to do with... It's plausible. Breathing. It's plausible. He said, I mean, I don't... Well, if a surgeon is saying no, I'm going to listen to him. Sorry, but I mean, they know everything. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> I mean, they probably know more than my, my, like, I don't know, my family who just doesn't do any research yeah. and keeps forwarding COVID cures on WhatsApp. Apparently, if you drink lemon, <laughs> lemon juice and hot water, it kills the virus. It always comes uh, back to lemon juice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so he said what more important to remember is uh, breathing. He said when you're working out, he's not, he still told me I can continue to work out and all that, but um, to make sure that I'm exhaling on the strength. Yeah. So I think we briefly talked about this last week about Pilates, Pilates as well. So he said that if you think about it, all that when you're, that pressure is building inside, like when you're about to sneeze or when you're about to take a poo or whatever, that make sure that you're blowing out on the strength. Yeah, which which is, uh, and I went today, and it's great. I've been going to my classes where mm. that no one's rocking up, and so it's just one-on-one. So I'm just getting a free one-on-one class, which is amazing. That is, but, i got to come to yours. I know you're paying way more than I am, but I don't get one-on-one <laughs> sessions. It's, it's really good. So Claire, my teacher, which was really fascinating, is I have had, so my hernia, I've had it uh, happen twice. And, and yeah. I've got mesh stapled uh, to the inside of my stomach muscles which uh, holds it together so now, the two hernias are the same place or yes. was the first one didn't work properly or no no in it- the same place so so how did that happen uh being fat no the um the first one was um being what well, was being overweight but um i was uh playing around with my friend so the, okay the first one is a lot of really common one of the belly one is because when your umbilical cord was cut, it wasn't stitched together properly. So the healing of the belly button is always the little hole that has access to. So that was never done properly. And therefore the stomach muscles uh, was never strong enough. And so therefore when I got bigger, it was always, it was just like, it was like, you know, like a little window into my intestines. And then one day my friend didn't punch me hard in the stomach, but we were wrestling and he gave me a little jab in the pummy and then it just popped out like a golf ball. Now I remember it. It was very painful. But I was like, wow. So, how did your friend feel when that? So, if you want a good laugh, uh, it's like, you know, it's one of the few things on YouTube is when I did the, if you do, I did a promo video for the caffeinator. Um, You can look it up, uh, it's still online, and you'll see me wearing an ill fitted shirt. But you can see it looks like just my gut has a nose. It's just a golf ball just sticking out of my stomach. Like, it is just so obvious. And it was so sensitive. So, in the end, when I first got that stitched up, right it was really pe- it was it was quite painful and then right. and then i did it again um because i was straining too much and i was uh i think it was i, was, I think it was probably at the gym and i wasn't breathing probably right well i didn't have a weight belt on but i remember it was definitely gym related right and it popped right. out popped out again and then i then meshed it but i've never noticed it i never felt it even putting the weight back on i never felt it until i mm. started doing pilates and i felt the staples for the first time 
because oh. I was turning and doing this stunning, and I was like, what is that? What's grabbing? What's wow. grabbing? And then I was like, oh, my God. It's because I had to turn that way or use my body in that particular form. And I was like, wow, I can actually feel the mesh inside me. Ooh, I don't yeah. know how that feel about that. Yeah, it was, you know, it was trust me, it was weird because I was like, oh, am I doing any damage? Like I took it really easily, but I was like, wow, mm. this is this it did not make me feel comfortable. It, it reminded me of the pain I had as soon as I um came out of surgery when I was just like, oh my god, it feels like someone's just going with a stable going on, which is what they do. <laughs> so so uh, here's a little interesting fact about me that probably I don't know, you tell me, is this surprising or not surprising? I have never been to the doctor. <laughs> well, no, that's a bit wrong. I have never had a major thing happen to me um, at the doctor. So I've not had surgery before. The closest thing is when I was a, when I was a, when I was a kid, I had like two stitches on my forehead because I fell down. That's about it, really. I haven't ever had to, you know, been admitted to hospital for anything really. No, I mean, I'm surprised not when you're in your big, big trunk and excavators. I'm surprised there's no yeah. more there. But well, no, because I was probably didn't have time because I was at the pub for too long. Yeah, and then by the time you left the pub, you couldn't really do anything that's remotely dangerous because you could barely get home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I have woken up in an emergency ward once, not knowing how I got there and stuff like that. But that yeah, was, you know, scary. yeah. And I found out since what it was. I fell out of a cab, smacked my head on a curb. And then um, my friends took me to the emergency ward because they worried about me because I apparently was still for ages. I hadn't moved. And then it was like two hours in and uh, the nurses said, hey, just leave him here. He's, I passed out. And they said, let's just leave him here. Um, we'll, we'll look after him. You guys can go home. And uh, so I woke up, but they weren't there. And I found out the next day that apparently they had like at one point spewed in there in the waiting room. And had insisted that I clean up because I'm like, it's a party foul. If I don't clean up, it's my fault. I got to clean this up. And I told the nurses, no, no, let me do it. Let me do it. And then when I woke up, I was so scared because I thought I was an international student who didn't have insurance. Uh, turns out I did. It was paid for. But I got scared that I'm going to have this massive bill. So I just ran out of the hospital okay. and um, didn't have, because before, like, you know, debit cards and things like that. I asked a cab driver, I said, hey, man, I have only five bucks. How close can you get me to? my address at the time in South Melbourne and the sweet guy drove me all the way, you know, he yeah, that. Legend. and, and so, yeah. So for me, I'm very scared about this operation. I know it's minor, but uh, my doctor said, we're going to do keyhole surgery, oh, which is, no, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, but it is, if it's your first time, surely you can totally. appreciate that this is a, a very a weird experience. Um, but it's going to apparently start in my belly button. That's where they enter from. They go from like just around the belly button. It'll be even and- weirder when you turn around and I'm your anesthetist. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would, okay. I would, How much I would, does he weigh? Really, well, good point. Be, We're about to record that. <laughs> I, I, I'd be really worried for if my anesthetist doesn't know how to pronounce anesthetist. <laughs> it's one of the hardest words, sure. Anesthetist. One of the best paying jobs. <laughs> You would know that, wouldn't you? <laughs> you know. I, I had two friends who've become them, and the amount, like both of them even said, the amount of study and work you have to do to get it, but the glory is that you get that pay, but the responsibility is insane. And it's not that glamorous because all you are is keeping that person unconscious and trying to keep them alive. But I just, again, because in your head, you're just like, what? You just put them to sleep, whatever. Oh, so, so anesthetist is a doctor. Yes, absolutely. It's not, 
it's not just someone who's like, oh, I'm just going to specialize in this very specific thing. Uh, yeah, there is a doctor to... which they then specialize in that. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I think I'd rather just do open mics. Than... <laughs> no, but it, yeah, but uh, but yeah, but you'll be fine. You don't know, you don't know where you're doing it. And, and well, you're on, sorry, you on a waiting list? Uh, yeah, I think I am. And so definitely it's like, it's the ball has, you know, like I said, it started and they'll let me know. Um, but um, I got told that I might even be able to go home that night. Yeah, no, I would, I would say to be a day surgery, yeah. And, he, I, I, you know, I just I sort of want to get it like, I'm like, how much care does Maddie have to do or whatever? And so he's like, they're like, no, honestly, if you leave him alone, you could go back home by yourself as well. You want to know whether you can drive me home? And I was said, thank you, but no, I don't know why. You, you've always been fascinated by my body. The, no, no, no. I, I always, I'm always appreciative of when uh, friends offer lifts from hospitals. As always, you want someone close by for two reasons. One, it's you know, it's a, it's a hard thing to ask, so I always offer because some people go, oh, you know, oh, can you be oh, So that's always one. And then the secondly, you want to do it with a, with a with someone you love and a close friend because the hilarity can occur. So why did you ask me? Ayo. Uh, the, the hilarity that can occur after post-surgery, I mean, it's not the same because back in the day, you could pick them up like 20 minutes after surgery and they're still in the general anaesthetic and you are getting some serious gold. It's very funny. Oh, and my God, when you go under, you, you haven't experienced that. As much as daunting as it was, and the last time I did it was absolutely horrific, the feeling of when you go under, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> All right, all right. That's a good. That's a, I think, a positive note to finish up on. It's amazing. Uh, you just sort of drift away in like, an, a, a, like a dream. It, do you ever worry that you're not going to come back out? Well, no, because you don't. Well, the last time, yeah, you know, we talked about it on the pod, but how what like last one was horrific because you know part of me didn't want to come out and part of me did want to come out and it was very mixed emotions. But when you go under, it's the gentleness. It's like, you know, when you fall asleep, you don't know when you fall asleep. But this uh, in this instance, and what I recommend you do just to really enjoy is um, fight off going to sleep because you can't fight it. You can't beat it. You, you know, like you yeah. just can't. So what you do is I say, I oh, sometimes count back to 10 and just keep talking to them. because I was riffing with mine because in the end, I, I didn't even know. But it's like, what's oh, your yeah. go-to coffee? Um, <laughs> um, I was like, you know, like just talking about stuff and just really, because the harder you push to it, eventually you just have to let go and you just roll. And it's amazing. Like it's just, and then you're gone. And then the next minute you wake up, uh, you know, in my case, I just didn't know where I was. And I also didn't know if I had a leg. But Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. That sounds pretty but tumultuous. It's just, but it, when you wake going up, back to your friends, your friends who are like, uh, uh, anesthesiologist yeah. um, they, they, they is there a black market for this where they can you know, like hook you up with a little bit where it's not a deep one but you just knock out and then you I wake up there definitely some, be some laws and protocol around it like, well I that's mean, why I said the word black market because I assumed it's not available in the free market the, well I'm sure you know it's one, but it's one of those things where you know like in a war it'd be handy to have someone like that <laughs> like, you know what I mean if surgery needs to be done you hear, you hear talk about Sometimes they're so sought after in a, in, a, in a conflict zone because, you know, you have to do horrible things and have horrible operations. And Yeah. Well, so. I suppose, though, if the ultimate result is just putting the person in a situation where they're relaxed and they fall asleep into a deep sleep, then really they should just go to one of your gigs. Oh, he's done it. He's done it. He's done it. There he's it is. done it. 
it was it was a it was a run up. It was a run up. Oh man, I took my time with it. I just really, really wanted to ease you into it because I could see you almost lean in. I was was curious. He's gonna say something profound. No, he's just a (laughs) cunt. Speaking of falling asleep at one of Ben's shows, any questions for Ben at Cooper's? Hang on. On that note, sorry. uh, Yes, any any questions, Ben? Please do it. Now, a couple of you have hit me up from last week's episode for the trial show. Now it is at two p.m. on the nineteenth of Saturday. I haven't got oh, back to why you. Why don't you do it until I come after Adelaide? Um, uh, no, I just can't. So Saturday, 2 p.m. So hit me up. So there's there are three of you already hit me up. I'm going to say yes, I'll get back to you. Again, I'd like to have about 10 people at my trial show. So there's three. Right. Another couple of other spots are available. So if you want to come, a lot of you came to the first one. But yeah, and again, if you, if you want to see the final product, I'm actually very excited about it because it actually has been written. I'm now rehearsing it. You'll get to see it. Um, yes. And again, I saw... I saw some stuff the other day at the uh, comics lounge. We were working together, and there's a couple of bits that made me lol out loud. It's been really nice. Yeah, I lolled out loud for one bit. You know which one. And uh, yeah, people should absolutely go. Well, I'll also say this: if you're going to go see the trial show, do commit to the the main show as well, because yeah. it is a really fun process to see uh, yeah. both. You know, shout out to quite a few people in the Melbourne comedy scene. People like Janine and and Warwick and uh, Joe Blander. Yeah. They all come to the trial show, but then they they then come to the main shows as well. So you know, I love when people do stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, awesome. All right. Well, my uh, Ben, it's Cooper's in. Uh, yeah. Uh, dates? Uh, starting on the 31st of March. Going 31st of March. So the, first, so the first two weeks for you of the conversation. Yeah, first two weeks. Yeah, first two weeks. Nice one. What time are you, by the way? Uh, 8.50. 8.50. Oh, great. So yeah. I'm, I'm 6.30 to 7.30 this year. Amazing. So, so go see yours. See, have, have some, some dinner. dinner. Come tomorrow. Amazing. You can make a full one hour, 20 minute gap between the two so you know some des- you can probably get some dessert as well maybe yeah. second maybe double pasta uh my show is at the melbourne comedy festival it, uh well the tour is called delicious and it's on in uh, canberra first uh then it's on in melbourne comedy festival then uh i think sydney and brisbane are just announced i wish i could tell you my dates i think i can actually sydney you know what I'll, I'll, if you just bear with me for a second sydney is the seventh and 8th of May at the Sydney Comedy Store. Then um, I'm going to be at the Brisbane Comedy Festival at the end of that month as well. And a few others will be popping up here and there. Uh, but don't forget, very soon, in, meaning literally next Tuesday, so this is coming out on Friday, uh, for two weeks, I'll be at the Adelaide Fringe Festival with our good pal, Dave Thornton, Dave. doing the detour again. Uh, so it's split bill with him and me, all different material from what we did last year. So it's a brand new show. Uh, and it's oh, working material. Oh, so good. I'm super up. Uh, awesome. Uh, and uh, Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. Thank you so much. We will get out an, a new episode out as soon as we can. Uh, but again, we can't thank you enough for supporting. It. Only five dollars a month, you can go back to the catalog of over thirty episodes. So um, yeah, a lot of crackers in there, and uh, we look forward to getting some new guests in soon. And when he says a lot of crackers, he's just not talk, not just means like a lot of white people in there. We do have some people of color that have done some patrons, like Seren Jaimana. Oh my God, I forgot I haven't heard that term in so long. <laughs> all right, everybody. Stay Thanks safe out. out there in uh, the New South. Much love to all those people going through yeah, those hardships definitely. with the floods. Take care. We love you all. And uh, let us know if there's anywhere we can help. Bye-bye. Ow!